I'm here at the Paper Clinic today with Francisco Hernandez from Run Smarter IT. Now, what we're seeing right now in Brevard County, there's a lot of businesses doing very well. The economy's been great. There's new people coming into the area. For businesses that have been growing, they may have more devices, they may have more computers, they may have servers. There are additional risks and exposures that are coming onto their business every day. How do you deal with that? What do you advise your businesses to do? There's many um, aspects and threats that can impact uh, a business's um, IT infrastructure. You know, one area that seems to be where there's more need is um, the awareness and the training for the end users themselves. And this has nothing to do with technology, but at the same, at the same time, it's critical. So, for example, um, right now, probably you've heard about this, there's a lot of uh, ransomware attacks, and most of the time, those start with an end user opening an email and opening an attachment, and all of a sudden, all the files of the company become encrypted and not even accessible by the company itself. And the only recourse at that point in time is, one, you have a backup, and you better be current, <laughs> or you have, uh, you have to pay you know, uh, the ransom. You wow. know, so, um, you know, there's a lot of layers, but, you know, one that a lot of people forget is the, the actual training um, and awareness of the employee of what to do and what not to do. Because at the end of the day, you can have all the safeties and uh, precautions, but nothing, no technology is 100 percent effective. So if there's one percent chance that somebody gets an email into their hands and by golly, somebody's going to open it and yeah. it has happened. It happens every time. But um uh, yes, so there there are there are a lot of areas that we look at as a provider. Uh, we sit down with the customer and we look at their infrastructure. Uh, definitely, there's things that, that we can remediate with technology. Uh, but at the end of the day, we also sit down with the users and try to train them in safe ways to handle the technology. So individual employees of your business mm -hmm. may open entry point for a hacker, a, a digital threat, somebody right. going after the company. And um, so tell me a little bit, how do you do the compliance? How do you mm -hmm. do that training so that they're aware of the education? There's no better way than to actually sit with a, the customer and his employees. Um, and just typically as a group uh, setting, um, we have been, typically we've been working with the clients for a while. Uh, so they know us um, and they trust us and we're, able to have a very um, candid and um, open conversation, but typically it's in a group scenario, and occasionally then we do a one-to-one -one training if there is a, a critical part of the business that, that needs to be addressed. I talk to businesses, and they say, well, I have a firewall. I'm going to be fine, right? I went to Best mm -hmm. Buy, and I, I have this consumer-grade product. Is mm -hmm. that enough? Tell me about the risks with that. When you open up a browser, for example, uh, Chrome or Internet Explorer, um, any other browser, uh, you're actually uh, going out to the internet as opposed to threats that may be coming out from the internet. In, the, in that scenario, yeah, firewall can protect for any, anything coming from the outside, but a human on the inside using a computer will actually go to the internet, open up an email like we talked about, uh, and those are the things that a firewall cannot control. So you need many layers of protections in different places, uh, you need an antivirus, obviously a lot of people know about that. Uh, you can put a firewall at the level of the computer itself, not just one that protects the network as a whole. So so there are many layers that you need. Uh, spam filters, uh, 
are very effective because they, they will cut down a large percentage of the emails that you would receive that would be a threat to your information. So the, there's many layers that we can, we can continue to address. Uh, another one, uh, as I was saying before, uh, backups. While they're not necessarily a, uh, a security measure, but it might be the last line of defense. If you do get an attack, you might have to rely on your backups to get to recover your data that could be lost during an attack. So it, it's a very comprehensive approach that we take to, and a holistic approach that we take to try to cover all the bases, or as many as we can, because at the end of the day, a small business cannot, you know, you can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, but a small business does not, it, it doesn't have the resources to, to cover all that at that, at, at that level. So uh, what we end up doing is prioritizing and saying, okay, here's the, the things that are more important that you need to cover. Uh, let me give you a little bit of training so that goes along a little bit further. And, um, you know, the backup is your last line of defense. So what I tell my customers is your data is your number one digital asset. So you need to protect it. That means you, if you need to spend money on something, spend it on your backups and, and, and then you'll be fine. We can, you know, you can get hacked. Uh, your system can, can burn on a fire, it can be stolen, there could be water damage. Uh, there's a lot of things, that, there's, there are a lot of threats. Um, let me add another one. You can have an employee that um, either intentionally or unintentionally uh, destroys some of your data. What are you gonna do? You need a backup. I think it's important that uh, most small business owners realize that, that, that the integrity of your data is guaranteed to, to the most part. I mean, there's nothing guaranteed, but spend a reasonable amount of your IT budget in getting good quality backups. Best practice is you don't have a single method of backing up your data. So typically I recommend at least three. Um, one can be directly from within an online backup uh, within the same server um, that could allow a, an end user to mitigate an issue like deleting a file um, by mistake, uh, a lot of times you can actually train the users on how to recover that file um, if it's from a server. Um, and also um, uh, the next would be an on-site backup. Nowadays, um, it's mostly electronic uh, media, not taped like they used to in the past. Um, so. Um, they can be schedules, they can be automated. All you have to do is monitor any alerts to see if there's any failures. So if there's any failures, then you want to mitigate those, have your IT professional, con uh, you know, resolve the issue. Uh, and the third level would be to actually send those backups that you have locally to store them in a cloud um, backup uh, environment. You can use Amazon, um, uh, what's called AWS, which is the... Amazon Web Services. Uh, there's many other solutions. That's Carbonite. Um, I could sit here and, and mention a bunch of them today, but I don't think that's the the point. But there are a lot of very cost-effective solutions, and some are even mm -hmm. local to Brevard County. So maybe yes. not be on-site to your business, mm -hmm. but it may yes. be uh, someplace off-site here in Brevard County. Right. And some mm -hmm. they have varying levels of protection, both not just within that organ within that business, but actually physically. Um, because there's a lot of um, defense-based contractors here, and, and they need certain levels of security in order to uh, store certain kinds of data. 
Correct. Like yeah. I said, certain kinds of data. Um, there's regulatory compliance in different industries. Um, uh, for example, the healthcare industry has their own set of, of regulations um, as it relates also to um, information of their patients. And um, you know, government, uh, financial industries have their own regulatory compliance. So uh, for those clients that have high demands or, you know, uh, what we recommend is to have uh, a certified uh, solution. And you, like you were saying, also a local provider would be ideal too because uh, sometimes uh, restoring a large amount of data from a backup could take 24 hours, 48, 72 hours. So, you know, if your business can't, cannot afford to be offline for 72 hours, what you want to do is just have it locally. Um, I have a partner, um, the company's name is uh, uh, SD Data Center, uh, that are locally here in Brevard, and you know, it's an ideal solution for certain kind of businesses, not, not necessarily everybody, mm -hmm. uh, but that, what that allows is if for some reason uh, somebody needs to restore their backups in a, in, within a few hours, um, they can actually drive over to the facility in Rockledge and uh, obtain their backups. In, basically be back online within a more reasonable time frame. Tell me a little bit about, you know, we're talking about prevention, protection. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about going on offense, making the process of being able to get your work done better, faster, more efficiently, mm -hmm. and, and how you integrate uh, with businesses. So there's there's a concept uh, called uh, enterprise application integrations. Okay. And that basically means we're, as myself as a consultant, I will take a look at the different software applications that an enterprise or even a small business needs. Um, for example, uh, I was uh, consulting with a client recently. Uh, we found out they have 19 different software applications that they have to use from uh, scheduling, project management, timekeeping, GPS, mobile phones. I mean, it, it's amazing. Even a small business uh, can have seven or eight applications. So the big issue is, um, Typically, when you have so many applications, there's a lot of duplication of data entry. Um, some of the applications overlap in what they do. They don't talk to each other. So um, what we look to do is find uh, those inefficiencies in, within the application. Sometimes the, all the different applications might not have some of the functionality that you actually need to conduct your business. Uh, for example, uh, this company in particular had an issue where you know, even with 19 different applications, they didn't have a good scheduling solution. <laughs> so, uh, so now we're having that conversation and we're hopefully, uh, we're gonna find the, the right solution. Um, it's not just having a solution, but is it the right one? Um, so part of that, like, like I said, is how does it talk and how does it integrate with the other applications that you have to minimize the, the data entry, for example, which is, um, it's very time consuming and makes a company less uh, productive. The, the other um, aspect of that is to look at the workflow. So, you know, you, you have employees using all these applications. So how do, how do each process leads on to the next one? So that um, it, it takes the least amount of time, they're more productive and the company's more profitable. At the end of the day, every business owner, I think one of their main goals would be to be more profitable. So uh, that's what we look for. Um, so we try to do a, a business process review 
Um, and from that per perspective, I guess, uh, what I try to tell my clients and, um, is to, when you talk about technology, let's not make it, let's, let's not focus on what technology you're going to use. Um, and let's look at it from a business perspective. Uh, what that means is you need to have a plan, you need to have a budget, <laughs> um, and you need to have a strategy at a minimum. So before you decide what computer you're going to buy, if you're going to go to Best Buy or what antivirus you need, uh, those things, you know, you can find them almost anywhere. And there's it's hard to go wrong with <laughs> choosing those. But if you don't have a budget, you don't, you don't know how much you're spending, uh, if you don't have a plan, uh, and if you don't have a strategy, especially a strategy that would take you for the next three to five years, then, you know, um, it's going to be hard to meet your goals as an organization, you know, and much like uh, an organization should have a business plan. Most do, you know, especially the ones that are most successful, they should also have an IT plan. Really flesh out the problem before starting to look at solutions. Yes. The process, the plan. And we'll, you'll put the solutions and tools in place to address that. Yeah, and another thing is to look at the company goals. So if you want to, you know, double or triple in five years or three years, well, you're going to need a certain amount of infrastructure, so, some uh, hardware systems, and some are going to be software applications. Um, so the idea is not to wait until five years from now to decide, okay, what are we going to do at that point in time? So just take a proactive approach and let's, Let's see where we're going to be. Uh, you know, what are the company goals? You want to double in size? Are you going to double the number of employees? And we need to have the infrastructure to support that or an infrastructure that can expand as mm -hmm. needed. Scalability. Yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming in, Francisco. Where can people find you? Well, uh, they can find me on the web at uh, runsmarterit.com. That's the main place. And we're uh, actually now um, expanding, as we speak, <laughs> to... Uh, other areas of social networking, including Instagram, uh, Pinterest, uh, LinkedIn, um, you know, uh, uh, YouTube, <laughs> uh, Facebook probably too. Um, but uh, yes, uh, I'll, I'll have more of that. If you go to our website, we'll keep everybody up to date. Awesome. Right. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Francisco. Right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.